The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. There's just one thing. You see, we never, ever do nothing. Nice. Easy. We always do it. Nice. Rough. But we're going to take the beginning of this song and do it easy. But then we're going to do the finish. Rough. The way we do. Proud Mary.
Tuned in to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I'm your Super Waterman. We started the show off today a little early with uh, Rolling on a River with Tina Turner. We're going to have a really special guest in the studio today. A lot of people in the local region know her. Her name is Jane Wynn with uh, Berkshire Environmental Action Team. Really psyched to have her in studio today. She'll be sharing about the river. In the abundance of water, the fool will get thirsty. Yeah, she's going to be sharing. Uh, Jane's going to be sharing about uh, some of Beat's work to uh, clean up the river. There's a uh, cleanup coming up in uh, Wakona Park here in the city of Pittsfield and some other work she'll be sharing about and other points of view that she has regarding the river. Really psyched that she's going to be here. I'm your super water man, your ambassador for water. We're here at 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, the center of the Berkshires, the place in which the Housatonic uh, is one of the cities that you know Housatonic calls home. And uh, super psyched to bring you H2O. We got a lot of water, more water music coming your way. A little water news coming from And So It Flows Substack. Uh, and then before you know it, we're going to have uh, Jane Wynn in. So stay tuned. I'm your super water man, your ambassador for water. We got another river tune coming your way. And this one is Rivers of Babylon. And that's by Boney M.
No masterpiece. Hey. Ten bad babs and they after me. Bad. One bad bad look like a masterpiece. Uh. Looking for a dunk like an athlete. Uh. Big drip, what you call it? Big drip. Ice chain peeled water. Ice, ice, ice. You got the cab, but can't afford them. Cash. You got the bad, but can't afford them. Give me the beat, I ride it like a jet ski. Hey. So many bad bad, they harassing me. Bad. They like me cause I rap and be with the athletes. athletes. Stop asking me, uh. I know they mad at me. Nah. Hop in the coupe, then I slide like it's Vaseline. West Coast 6, fall on like a trampoline. Six, Take a brick out, put it on the triple beam. Brick I'm not up. from Canada, but I see uh. a lot of teams. This Mandela, I know how to handle her. Like the candle up, make you put a banner up. Uh, uh, Toss a 50 up, make them tie the club tie up. The club Took up. your bitch out the game, I had to sub up. Swap, swap. Uh. No masterpiece. Hey. Ten bad babs and they after me. Bad. One bad bad look like a masterpiece. Uh. Looking for a dunk like an athlete. Uh. Big drip, what you call it? Big drip, big drip. Ice chain, peeled water. Ice, ice, ice. You got the cab, but can't afford it. You got the bad, but can't afford it. Pick the name. Make her open up and eat it Stars in the ceiling in my seats, they temple I see them not with watching and they plotting, trying to sneak me I can't hear the thought, can't trust the thought, they telling secrets Big back, take, look back, little nuke Catch them down bad and we can cry a whole river Now I'm on my back, I'm taking care of the whole village Somebody got shot, what you talking about, Willis? In the lobby with a brick, a wicked Bobby with your dip I go Lawrence with the fit, in the robbery with no tent I'm from the trench, I got the dirty money rent He was popping, so I popped and pray to God repent no masterpiece. Hey. Ten bad babs and they after me. Bad. One bad bad look like a masterpiece. Uh. Looking for a dunk like an athlete. Uh. Big drip, what you call it? Big drip. Ice chain peeled water. Ice, ice, ice. You got the cab but can't afford them. Cash. You got the bad but can't afford them. Take off. No limit to the money. money. Nah. I picked the gang up, took a flight across the country. Across the country. Yeah. I took the waitress, told her to keep the ones coming. Hit the store to get some backwoods and left the rape running. Oh. Looking like they blind, but we already on it. Oh. In the left with Celine, like that bad that she wanted. A lot of teams, hey. busting out them jeans, make you wanna. Take you wanna spend a 50, hit the scene with a donut. Whole team full of queens, gotta keep their eyes on them. Queen. Snake in the sky, probably wanna slide on them. Slide. I bet they ride on them when I put that prize on them. Five. Ten bad, bad, okay, though, got five of them. Five. Five. No masterpiece. Hey. Ten bad babs and they after me. Bang. One bad bad look like a masterpiece. Uh. Looking for a dunk like an athlete. Uh. Big drip, what you call it? Big drip. Ice chain peeled water. Ice, ice, ice. You got the cab but can't afford them. Cash. You got the bad but can't afford them. Two step. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Two step. You're listening. <clears throat> You're listening to "And So It Flows," the only show for H2O. It looks like I have an amphibian in my throat. A little froggy was there. Uh, you were actually listening to Migos. Migos, uh, "Pure Water." Uh, that's from the Perfect Ten album. That was with Mustard and Migos. And then before that, we had Boney M with Rivers of Babylon. And to start off the show, we had Proud Mary. Uh, we're going to have in studio in just a few minutes, we're going to have with us the one and only Jane Wynn with the Berkshire Environmental Action Team. And she's uh, going to be 
hearing a little bit about what's going on with some river cleanups and other things for the great Housatonic River. Got some water news coming your way. And this is from the And So It Flows Substack, which you could find on Substack and uh, subscribe to. Here's what we got. Let's see the top five types of hydrotherapy. Uh, hydrotherapy includes a variety of treatments, including use of pools, thermal baths, water circuits, saunas, steam rooms, experience showers, and more. Therapies can also en- uh, enhance, be enhanced with aromatherapy or Epsom salts. Thermal water circuits have a range of jets, water features which massage the body, stimulate lymphatic systems, and flushing toxins, cold plunge pools, as well as, pardon me, as well as artificial ice and snow rooms activates the body's circulation. Here are the top five types of hydrotherapy. There's water circuit therapy, a type of hydrotherapy that combines multiple forms of water therapy. Then we got uh, aquatic exercise. Aquatic exercise, you reap the benefits of physical exercise without the impact of non-aquatic activity, meaning that there's way less in the area of uh, gravity so you could move around and get those joints and muscles moving helps with arthritis too there's aquatic massage it takes place in the water aquatic massage is a massage that takes place in water and then you have steam baths steam baths are a form of hydrotherapy that involve immersing yourself in steam rather than water include according to the article published in medical news today steam rooms have a variety of advantages such as in circulation It uh, causes users to sweat, to wash away dirt and dead skin and detox. Uh, It could be uh, moist heat such that could be found in a steam room has been shown to reduce pain, preserve muscle strength, and relax tired muscles. And last but not least, steam rooms can release endorphins and reduce stress. And finally, there are saunas. Similar to steam baths, saunas differ in that they use dry heat rather than moist heat and uh, you know the the part of it that's the water therapy is that the sweat the perspiration and that also eliminates quite a bit of toxins uh pain relief reduced stress better cardiovascular health improved skin asthma relief and strengthens the immune system that's a little bit of water news coming your way. The values of hydrotherapy. We got uh, some more music coming your way. And then we're going to have a nice little talk with Jane Wynn. She's going to be in studio in just a couple of minutes. So stay tuned for the second half of the show. And uh, we'll have more there. And uh, here's a friend from long, long time ago that actually speaks to something so much fun in the water. And my tubby's all filled with water and nice fluffy suds. 
and I've got my soap and washcloth to wash myself, and I've got my nifty scrub brush to help me scrub my back, and I've got a big fluffy towel to dry myself when I'm done. But there's one other thing that makes tubby time the very best time of the whole day. And do you know what that is? It's a very special friend of mine, my very favorite little pal. Oh, rubber ducky, you're the one. You make bath time lots of fun. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Bo-vo-bo-dee-o, rubber ducky, joy of joys. When I squeeze you, you make noise. Rubber ducky, you're my very best friend, it's true. Oh, every day when I make my way to the tubby, I find a little fella who's cute and yellow and chubby. Rub-a-dub-dubby. Rubber ducky, you're so fine, and I'm lucky that you're mine. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Hey, rubber ducky, would you like me to scrub your back with my nifty little scrub brush? You would? Okay, how's this? Hey, you want me to scrub behind your ears? Oh, I see. You don't have any ears, do you? Well, how about your tummy? Scrub his little ducky tummy. Woo, he's ticklish. Oh, every day when I make my way to the tubby, I find a little fella who's cute and yellow and chubby. Rub-a-dub-dubby, rub-a-ducky, you're so fine. And I'm lucky that you're mine. Rubber ducky, I'd like a whole pond of rubber ducky. I'm awfully fond of you.
You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. We just had Counting Crows and the Rain King. Before that, our friend Ernie from Sesame Street played around with a rubber ducky. Super cool that you're tuning in and vibing with And So It Flows, your only show for H2O right here. At 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. You could also find us podcast on Apple, Amazon, Google, and Stitcher. Just look up And So It Flows. There's also a great, awesome Spotify playlist with nothing but water tunes on Spotify, so look up and Soda Flows on Spotify and give us a little bit of splash of heart love. We have in studio with us today, I'm going to bring her in just to say a quick hi before we bring her in a couple of minutes, and just happy to be with Jane Wynn from Berkshire Environmental, Environmental Action, also known as BEAT. We want to just say a quick hello to our water-loving fans. Great. Great to have you. In the meantime, we got some more tunes coming your way. Uh, but before then, we have a really great poem. Oh, pardon me. This is a quote. Let's see what we got with this quote. This is... Let's see. This is from Norman McLean. Uh, from a book called A River Runs Through It and Other Stories. Eventually, all things merge into one and a river runs through it. The river was cut by the world's great flood and runs over rocks from the basement of time. In some of the rocks are timeless raindrops. Under the rocks are the words, and some of the words are theirs, I'm Haunted by Waters, Norman McLean, A River Runs Through It, and Other Stories. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. We got another tune coming your way. And then we're going to be bringing on our friend from Berkshire Environmental Action Team. And her name is Jane Wynn. We'll be bringing her on in just a couple of minutes, so stay tuned. And uh, all, all of our love to water and to our water-loving fans and to you specifically, the one listening right now who's made up of at least 75% water just like our earth. See what we got next. This is from our friends, the Ramones. Radio Rock, rock, rock 
You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Super happy to be here. We're at 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, bringing you the water vibe and the water consciousness for the entire world, right here from the great Berkshire city of Pittsfield in Western Mass and all throughout the world. May your water run deep and may you find what you need in the H2O in and around your world. Super psyched to be here today. We have an awesome guest. Awesome guest, I'm looking right at her. Her name is Jane Wynn. Jane is with Berkshire Environmental Action Team. Say hello, Jane. Hello there, Leslie. Great to be with you. Yeah, thanks for being with me today. Just super happy to have you share some of what you're up to with uh, the folks in the Berkshires and beyond. For, uh, For folks who aren't aware, Berkshire Environmental Action Team why, why don't you share a little bit about BEAT and, and, and how you started it and, and what happened? Fantastic. Well, BEAT uh, was started about 20 years ago. We have our 20th anniversary this September. Um, basically started because we were watching as environmental laws were not being enforced to protect wetlands and watersheds. And we felt that we could make a difference. And we've learned a heck of a lot since then and have been making a difference ever since. Yeah. Our mission is to protect the environment for wildlife in support of the natural world that sustains us all. Great, great. Now, a quick question. You had just mentioned what you learned, like you've learned a lot since the last 20 years. What's like the biggest thing that you've learned? Like the one thing? I would say how much difference one person can make. If you either learn the laws or know the laws and can get them enforced. We have pretty good laws already and enforcing them makes a huge difference. We have lots of people who will call us up or email to say, ah, there's this horrible environmental problem that I'm seeing. Either we try to help them take action or if we agree on the problem and they don't want their name involved, we'll take action for them and really Seeing a problem, taking action, is so empowering. I really think it's, it's addicting. Once you know you can make a difference and protect the world, you want to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's actually really beautiful. Now, um, okay, so truth is, at least in my, in my opinion, not everybody's opinion, but a lot of people don't come from the environmental space. They're not. They're just not. That's why we have environmental degradation actions are taken with like lots of blind spots impacts and things so let's say you're walking up to someone and say you know why should i care about this fish or this bird or this snail or this salamander what do you say to them well first of all i think most everyone is an environmentalist when it's their environment that's being impacted. Sure. So when it hits home, I think people really care. And I think most people really do love nature. It's, well, maybe I have a distorted view of the world, but the people who are littering and things, they may hate litter just as much. They just don't see that that's what they are doing. And 
feel like there's not an easy way not to litter, which I disagree completely. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. You know, I, I guess where I'm coming from is like there's a lot of things that happen in, at least from my standpoint, that happen in the world of the environment that uh, people end up speaking to the choir and bringing on new people. Uh, uh, as, let, let, let's say in the in the work that you do, I'm sure you get uh, impact from folks who are, you know, there might be a company that uh, has done something small or large, um, and they might not have seen the issue that was created. How, how do you bring them on board so you have a teammate rather than just someone that you're fighting against? All depends. Um, there are times where you're not going to bring them on board. When we were going up against uh, Kinder Morgan Tennessee Gas Pipeline, huge pipeline, the company wanted to make money. They weren't going to care what destruction they caused, but they brought in labor unions. And we went and talked to the labor unions, and they said, you know, Pipeline jobs are good, well-paying jobs. And we said, yeah, so it's offshore wind turbines. So let's see how we can help you switch over to wind turbines instead of transporting explosive, toxic frack gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were on board with that if we could really make sure we were providing the jobs. So I think you have to pick who you're talking to. And when you're talking to the choir, you have to teach them to sing. Yeah, that that's that's yeah. You want them to sing loudly and proudly and have good harmony and all that. And I I appreciate I appreciate that. I had a, a share with you this a short story. I was down uh, at the beginning of a documentary that I'm producing uh, with an RV that had uh, died near the biggest Confederate flag of all of America near Danville and the. F- a uh, person who took us there was the owner of multiple, multiple tow trucks, over a thousand tow trucks in the region. And he was making fun of me and my crew, but he took care of us. He took us to this hotel. In this hotel right next to us were several people who were actually laying pipeline that months before that I was protesting or saying some you know, things that couldn't be seen as positive about the pipelines. And I, I had a moment to you know, ask questions, just simply ask questions. And I asked them, you know, would you actually uh, lay, uh, you know, put up solar panels or wind turbines or geo do geothermal installations or things if you knew you'd make twice as much money or, or more money than you're doing as a pipeline layer? And they said, of course we would. Exactly. And there were three, uh, you know, men in their 30s, 40s. And I was like, that's, I had that, ins- like, that moment of insight that I says, like, that's it. I've been spending all this time making them wrong, making these folks wrong unknowingly, well, knowingly. And then, and, and then wondering why people don't move. So, like, how we create movement is. show them the opportunity it's like going into a good beautiful uh let's say an indian buffet or any kind of buffet you're like i'm sure you get attracted to some kinds of foods and you go towards them because they're well laid out in a beautiful presentation 
do we have to work better at making the presentation for a clean future? Do we have to make that cleaner and, and use a little less stick and a little bit more carrot? Uh, no, we have to make sure we're sort of doing both at the same time. What you want to do is stop the CEOs who don't care at all. They just want to make money on their end. They're usually not great to their own laborers. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to provide good jobs doing clean energy and make it so that you can't drill for oil and gas anymore or coal. Mm-hmm. We need to be getting off fossil fuels. We're doing a pretty good job on the alternative energies. What we're not doing is stopping burning stuff. So the temperature is going up. The CO2 and methane are going up. Mm-hmm. That's not stopping. We are doing a terrible job of stopping climate disruption. We are doing a lot of the right things that can take over. Mm-hmm. But you've got people who can still make a heck of a lot of money from drilling for oil and gas. Yeah, yeah, they are, and uh, they will until people see a different future. And what I'm saying is is simply providing the... Uh, Remember in school where you made uh, dioramas, which were these little shoebox things, and you put together what this scene looks like. I'm saying we have to show what the scene will look like in five years and, and, and draw people to it. Or even now, what's available now, and make it more apparent of what's available now for people to make the switch for what they do or become a contractor that puts in solar or wind or other things so enough on that for a while <laughs> enough on that um tell tell our listeners a little bit about what you and beat are up to locally what 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 your what what projects you're working on well one of the things we're doing is we now own the former emmanuel community church on chapel street in pittsfield It was originally built in 1868 and then added onto in 1913. And we are now in the process of making it fully accessible. And we're going to be doing a deep energy retrofit to get it completely off of fossil fuels. And we want to be a real demonstration project of how even if you have a really old uh, building that is no longer considered functional, it was considered functionally obsolete, we're going to make it fully accessible and off fossil fuels and show everybody else how they can do it too. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I have a friend over in the Hudson Valley. You may know her or have heard of her. Her name is Mana Jo Green and uh, she works as the environmental director for Clearwater. Nice. And at that point, what what was going on is uh, she built a whole not an office space includes some office space but it was a uh what's best say best way alternative energy center solar panels and geothermal and uh for the floors the uh ambient heat from the floors uh nice all so people could see so when when do you think those renovations will be complete Well, we should have the uh, street level completely accessible probably by July, and that'll include an accessible balcony that looks out over the southwest branch of the Housatonic River. 
So we're also working on the bank to remove non-native invasive species and plant native wildlife supporting species. So anybody will be able to go out there and be surrounded by wildlife. And then we will start tackling a deep energy retrofit, adding solar and battery storage and heat pumps to heat and cool. And that's probably going to take another year or maybe two. So you're thinking maybe two years. Okay. So 2025 or 2025, 2026, we'll see how quickly we can raise money. (laughs) Wow. Okay. And how much money are you guys looking to raise to have this happen? I, I hate to put a number on it because every time I do, it goes up by the time we can actually do it, but roughly 700000 Okay, so let's say a million dollars. Exactly. A million, <laughs> a million bucks to have the energy retrofit and all the accessibility retrofit. All the accessibility, and then we're also adding things like um, we're right next to the river, so we'll have a monitor in the river that'll show flow and turbidity. And we'll have a readout from the solar panels. They'll show how much electricity the sun is producing. And we'll have a weather station that'll make clear that what the weather does both changes the river and the solar electric production. So looking forward to having sort of a mini museum. We're calling it our uh, Environmental Leadership and Education Center. Oh, that's sweet. That's really sweet. So... When that is complete, I'm sure you're going to have some kind of event and all of that to show. Absolutely. And hopefully in the meantime, we'll, well, back in July, we'll be back to being open and people can always stop by and see what we've done so far. So the location to Chapel Street location is currently closed uh, for renovations. Exactly. Okay, gotcha. So everybody's working from home. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Okay, cool. And, and, and. You're you're saying you're looking to raise this particular amount of money. Let's say it's one million dollars or seven hundred to a, a million. <laughs> How are you doing that? Like, what methods of raising uh, money are you using? Well, mostly right now we're going for large grants. Um, but for buying the building, we started out with trying to get grants and also opened it up to the public. And we had over a hundred donors who made it possible for us to buy the property outright. And now we've got a $200,000 grant from the Massachusetts Cultural Council Cultural Facilities Fund and a grant from the um, Wyoming Foundation and Jane and Jack Fitzpatrick Trust that are funding this first chunk of renovation. Oh, that's that's really, really great. And, uh, and that has brought you to a place where you could start. Exactly. And then when is the next chunk of change needed? Oh, we're always raising more and going further. So it, we will just keep working on it. Great, great, great. But is, is, are the contractors or the, like, when, when, when contractors start, you n- normally need to pay them something. Absolutely. Uh, when, when We've is got the, the money in hand to for get that? for the first chunk of making it accessible and that should be done in July. Okay, Hopefully great. by the end of July, we'll have more money to start in on completing the design and real nitty-gritty details for the deep energy retrofit. Okay, if people want to find out how they can participate in that uh, funding process or, or find out more about the renovations, how can they do that? Go to our website, which is thebeatnews.org, and you can find out all that we have going on, including my other big 
announcement is we've just hired Lucas Duvall to help us with air quality monitoring in Pittsfield. And at the end of May, we've got Andrew Ferrara starting with us, working on zero waste. And we're looking for a deputy director who will be another leader in our organization. So if anybody out there is interested in the position, please go to our website, thebeatnews.org, and right on the homepage, there's all the different qualifications we're looking for. So, And if you know anybody who's interested, please wow, send wow. them there. And you have this really cool newsletter, too, which is where the Beat News is coming from. Can people Ex sign up when they go to the website? Absolutely. So it now comes out bi-weekly, so every other week with new environmental news, calendar of events where all the different organizations send us their press releases, and we, meaning Chelsea and Lucas, collate that all into a really great calendar of events for Western Mass. And also public notices, especially a lot of the environmental public notices and the environmental monitor, which is the really big projects, mm. all in there every other week. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, we have a couple more minutes, two more minutes. And I, one thing I wanted to touch on, and thanks so much. And for those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I'm Super Waterman, Leslie Gabriel, your ambassador for water. We're here at 89.7 FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Also podcast uh, on Apple, Amazon, Stitcher, and Google. And we're here with Jane Wynn from Berkshire Environmental Action Team. Another two minutes. There's this thing ongoing for quite some time around the Housatonic River and something called the Rest of River Agreement, which, you know, personally, while I know some of it, I never read the entire document, so I don't know the full ramifications of the agreement. Where do you think it stands right now? And what's your overall thing? And if you could do that in a minute. Oh, boy. That's great. Just really quickly, I grew up on the main stem of the Housatonic back when it was really, really polluted before the Clean Water Act. So it's come a long way so far. In 2020, there was the original consent decree and two miles of the river have been remediated from the old GE plant down to Fred Garner Park in Pittsfield. This next piece, the rest of the river, is from Fred Garner Park all the way to Long Island Sound. Wow. But most of the PCB contamination is from Fred Garner Park down to Woods Pond in Lee. And there is a permit now from the EPA for doing a lot of remediation in the river, but they would put the lower level PCB contaminated sediments in a dump in Lee up behind the old quarry. And there's a lot of controversy over, over whether putting the dump there is a good thing or a bad thing. The agreement was made to have a dump rather than take it all out of state to an RA licensed landfill because we got over 100 acres more contamination removed from the river, two dams are gonna be removed, a bunch of other things, so that it was a compromise. If the lawsuit that wants to stop the dump does, the worry is that we also lose things like getting 100 acres of PCBs out of the river, which 
I think is is a real loss if we have yeah, to go back so to that. Yeah, the the game here, I see if it's even call it a game, but the game here is, you know, for folks to figure out is this the best deal, the only deal, or the, you know, the what what to go next. And I would, I would just thank you, like I thank you for sharing about that and 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 speaking to it while you're here on the show. It, not enough time we need to hold go ahead one quick thing uh, and i can't remember the date but um there is coming up a what they call ccc meeting with the epa that the public is invited to it'll be held in lee we will have it on our website epa will have it on if you google search epa ge housatonic it'll be up there i think the date is already set i just can't remember what it is held in Lee, and everyone should show up to it because it's a chance to ask questions of the EPA. Yeah, absolutely. A good, good, good idea. I, I will make sure that uh, it, it gets known. Uh, Thank you. And then another last bit. Uh, something about Wakona Park. It, it was in my mind that you did a cleanup or will be a cleanup of Wakona Park. Do you want to speak to that when it is and what it is Wakona River I uh, mean the Housatonic River exactly. at Wakona Park. It's we'll be cleaning up the west branch of the Housatonic River. We've got one cleanup on June 22nd and another on August 12th. I think for both of those we'll meet at Wakona Park. If not it'll be at the Riverside Park on Dewey Ave in Pittsfield and we sort of all meet together but then split up and clean as much of the west branch as we can that used to mean you'd clean up a very small section because there was so much trash in it now we spread out and clean up pretty much the whole west branch because people have been so good about getting in there cleaning stuff up most of the big stuff is gone now we sometimes even clean up just the broken glass on the bottom of the river that we used to ignore because there were washing machines to take out wow washing machines and other things so thanks for the part that you've played to participate in the cleanup of the local environment and the regional environment and the leader that beat has become a leadership organization for the environment i appreciate you spending time with me here and so it flows the only show for h2o here at 89.7 fm Pittsfield Community Radio here and around the world via podcast. So again, thank you for being here. Thank you. This and, is great. Yeah, and uh, as soon as uh, you know, recording is ready, I'll I'll get it over to your team so you can get it out on the newsletter. That would be really really great. Uh, and then we got some more tunes coming your way. You're listening to and so it flows. Your only show for H two O. Let's see what I got here. We got a little bit of. Pirates of the Caribbean. And this is, I don't know if it's mostly instrumental. It may be because it's the Intermezzo Orchestra.
dream of the ship was a bully of tea The winds blew her blue duck turn up below my bully boys blow Was a ship that put to sea The name of the ship was a bully of tea The winds blew her blue duck turn up below my bully boys blow Soon day the man come to bring us sugar and tea and rum One day when the tongue in his tongue will take her leave and go From shore and down under our right whale bore The captain called all hands on swore He'd take, take that, that whale in tow Soon may the whaleman come To bring us sugar and tea and rum One day when the tongue in his tongue We'll take our leave and go Before the boat had hit the water The whale's tail came up and caught her hands To the sea tarpened and fought her When, when she died down low Thanks again for joining us here at And So It Flows, your only show for H2O here at 89.7 FM, Pitfield Community Radio. Make sure you share it with your friends. Look for us on podcast. And next week, some more H2O. Love you and love your water.